dogs with Chansey and Chi. And I'm back, baby. The old Chansey is back. <laughs> I thought to myself, you know, we won a national championship. We did the unthinkable. And in my mind, when we started the season, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe a new me is is on the horizon here. Maybe this is a, the start of a new chapter. <laughs> nope, came right back. I was, <laughs> it did not take long at all. I'm happy to happy to hear that you uh, are back to, to full form. I feel like, you know, it's, it is funny though because you do get comfortable, and um, you get complacent. You get you get a little complacent, and then it all it took, man. All it took was a. We didn't even lose the game. I mean, all it took was a sloppy game against a quality not not even a quality opponent, an SEC opponent. We'll give them that, um, and squeaking by them to win and stay undefeated. And Chansey's right back, man, right back. And we're, I mean, I'm not. You're, I don't think you're quite to the point of being pessimistic, but uh, we're 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 fighting and clawing here to. Uh, Make sure we maintain this uh, undefeated season at this point. Well, everything changed. The whole outlook on how this entire season changed. And I had a buddy uh, tonight tell me. He said, "I listened to the listened to the podcast uh, today or yesterday or at some point, and, uh, which was he's listened to it after the game." And he said, "I laughed the whole time just at how optimistic y'all were, and then then to be <laughs> for then for it to turn out and how it happened." <laughs> and so, um, Todd, you're right. It was it was it, it was hilarious our performance and how I mean we knew we knew the quality th- that we were bringing to the field compared to theirs, and they just wanted it, and yeah. we just we just didn't. And holy cow! I mean, we we were getting whooped. The whole time. I mean, they were manhandling us. And if you didn't know any better, I mean, you would think they were the best team in the country. Looking at us being ranked number one, I mean, wow. It it just didn't didn't take long for me. That first three and out, and then I just didn't feel that vibe. I mean, we have had that so many times this season where you just get out to an aggressive start, and we have our first three and out. We look like we were – it looked like 2011 – or, or something like that. I mean, it just it, it looked it looked rough. I was just very surprised that throughout the majority of this game, I, I would say probably two and a half quarters, um, we were whooped on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And and don't get me wrong, I think our defense the th- the thing about our defense in this game was Missouri had a really good game plan. And I I mean crap, we keep on saying that, but. Some of the plays they ran, specifically the one that I'm thinking about the most that was just an incredible play call, great design, was when they scored their first touchdown. Uh, and I don't want to get past – there's definitely some specific things within the first quarter that I definitely want to circle back around to. But the first, their first touchdown where they had the fake screen play where the tight end slipped out behind – I mean, we had no clue that was coming. That was one of those plays that – I watch. I mean, I'm actually sitting here. I think it's about to come up on the on the highlights here in a second. But yeah, I mean, it's was an incredible play call, great design, leaking that guy out there. We had no clue it was coming, but that's the kind of you're willing to to make these kind of plays, these kind of like probably a little bit more creative plays. And they had they had nothing to lose. They knew it, and they'd already they've already had a couple of of, of bad losses this this year. The damn kicker. Who missed a 25 yarder decided, ah, oh, you know, I'm only good from anything that's past 45. 
<laughs> he hit two 50-plus yard field goals. One of them was a 55-yarder. The week, the week after, he plays Auburn and loses because he missed a 25-yard field goal. Uh, apparently, he was an All-American last year. I don't know. So it's like, all right, well, that was just kind of a, a one, one in a one hundred that kind of thing that he missed that kick. But he was drooling them, and he was on the money. I mean, before we get past this whole kicking game thing and special teams, I know I'm kind of, there's a, I had a lot of points about this game, but obviously it was there's a lot of stuff to work uh, work on and talk about. But and before I get past talking about their kicking game, player of the game, Jack Podlesny, no doubt. The most I mean, underrated guy all season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and we're. I'm just. I'm scared to talk about him too much. But I mean, I, he didn't have to hit. I think he hit one forty two or so yarder. Um, but he didn't have to. He didn't have to hit the fifty fives. But he still made every single one of his kicks. Made every single one of his pats. And he's the he's the reason we stayed in this ball game. And there's no doubt about that. Of course, there could have been a couple of times where maybe we could have gone for a fourth down, but I was I was actually very proud of Kirby in those times. He showed some restraint. He said, "Look, let's get points, and we can slowly just tack away at this this lead they got." Um, but the special teams across the board was just, you know, at least the kicking game on both sides of the of the field were, were just in, exceptional. What we did on the offensive line is my biggest worry, Chancy. I, I don't know. Is that do you echo that same sentiment? Oh my God! It was we were getting thrown around like a bunch of rag dolls. It's like just just get after them and they're going to be and they're they're not going to be able to do anything to you. I mean, Stetson. And we had no we time have to we average. Could. I was just going to say we have to average at least you know thirty or forty pounds heavier than the defensive line from Missouri too. You know, across the board. Yeah, it was just I, I was I was just I was flabbergasted <laughs> and just. Uh, at how I was taken aback at how just much we were just out of sync and not able to to provide Stetson any any protection and and coming up with running lanes too I I felt like we didn't didn't really push running the ball well uh, we didn't push running the ball much um, so I don't think we really got to see our, our run game uh, I felt like our, our run game developed more toward the end of the game but we were not. We were not in line, and and if Missouri is doing that to us, we're in a bad we're in a bad way, and 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 I don't know what we have to do different. I mean, but and I I don't want to pick out one guy because they all just didn't. I mean, it was well. Just, that's that's the thing team, is that it was a team effort. <laughs> a, t- a team losing effort is what it, what exactly what it was. It's a, and honestly, man, it's a really good thing we're we're recording this on a Wednesday and not not Sunday or Monday. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to use words. I'd been speaking in tongues on this thing yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> be a, be a lot more cussing. But thinking about it, you're that's exact. I had the same thought. It's like, man, my guy McClendon, you know, has been a mainstay on the on the line for a couple of years now, and just had really high hopes, and still do for him coming in this year. Even he got burned, and then you saw Tate. Tate got burned. Van Pran got burned. Broderick got burned. Anybody we put at the left guard spot, it doesn't matter who they are, they always get burned. It was a, it was a one of those things where we have been leaning so much on. Okay, regardless of our lack of run blocking, you know, if we can't run block, which we have not done well in the entire year, if we can't run block, it doesn't matter. We're still really good at pass blocking, and in this game, we could not even pass block them. Until until later in in the second half, 
And I know that there's a lot of people that express their concern whenever we hired Stacy Serrells as our offensive line coach. And, I mean, man, I had flashbacks going back to some of the, the Rick days where Serrells was here. And, I mean, it just was like, what we have the guys, or we've got these big bodies. What? Why can't they even – they can't keep a single guy from get back there. And they sent, they sent a lot of pressure. I'll, I'll give them that. But then they also still – I mean, I watched several plays on the highlights. There were still several plays where they only sent four or five guys. We should be able to handle that, even especially if we have our running back uh, blocking. But, man, it was just – the scheme was bad. It got better later in the game. And, in fact, there was every now and then Kenny McIntosh, it was like he had a freaking, you know, running through the, the freaking Golden Gate Bridge. I mean, it was just incredible what – they were able to do just out of nowhere, and then pass blocking was was exceptional. So I don't know, man. I th- I think they made some changes, but that was the number one thing out of that game when I saw. I was just like, God, wait, like, what? What in the world? Like, why can't we block these guys? Well, and whenever uh, Kendall fumbled that ball, the guy punched it out behind him. That was on like a twenty yard gash play. I mean, Kendall just – I mean, he caught the ball yep. and just took off. And so there were spots where we were doing that. But we took – we took our – we took we yanked the rug out from under ourselves in that first half just by – because, I mean, you get to the um, two two um, turnovers in the first quarter again. So, I mean, you're, you're looking at two games in a row where we have just come out and, and turnovers are just going to put you in this situation. And when you're doing them at the beginning of the game – so not giving yourself any momentum, giving yourself any positive field position. I mean, you're just putting yourself behind from the start. I mean, because mm-hmm. you look at a lot of these games, especially last year, there were a lot of games that we weren't um, weren't scoring a lot of points, but we were dominating, and, and we dominated in field position. Like we were one of the top teams in the country and where we started the field on the field. Our drive yeah. start because you just right. you maintain that, and you're just pounding and pounding and pounding until eventually they snap. And then you're able you're able to pile it on, and but for us when we're throwing uh, when we're fumbling the ball or throwing a pick or whatever it is, I mean we we had that we had the two fumbles in this game. Um, you're just not giving your you're gassing your defense, which to me is the worst part about a is the worst part about a turnover, is where you're starting, but then that you're just putting your defense you're, you're surprising your defense by putting them back out on the field and you're putting mm-hmm. them on their heels and we've had to do that so much I mean we're, we're we've talked about we haven't had, faced any adversity well the last two weeks our defense has had adversity because they've had to come out onto the field so much unexpectedly to then defend um, de- defend a, a, a short field and same thing happened in this game I mean the fumbles were both I mean the Kendall one He's got to hold it tight. I mean, that guy just timed it perfectly, and he just he made a play on it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you can say what you he's want to about slow. that. Oh, he's, he's very slow. slow. <laughs> Golly, hadn't even hadn't even got to that part. But yes, yeah. he's slow. But um, but then the handoff to Dejan. I mean, that was that was on Stetson. He the, that was just not. They were out of sync on that one for sure. Um, but those those mistakes, man. We, and I know we're going to play Auburn, but we've seen crazy stuff happen in this game, and over the years. And so we cannot be doing stuff like this. Thank God. I mean, thank God we're at home. I, but we had some we had some Georgia fans that were uh, out at Missouri, and they said it was loud. 
I mean, they said it was raucous, and they were into it, mm. and because they and, and like I said, that's our favorite lose. word. Yeah. <laughs> raucous. They were raucous. <laughs> there it is. I think we said every episode. Check the box. I love it. Well, I so I I agree. Uh, you know, Chancy, we we have this is the second game in a row that we have not looked the dominant. You know, like the dominant forwards, at least on the offensive side. You know, the, like the dominant forwards. Uh, that we did in those first three games. Um, and you look at the first – so looking at the first few series here, you know, we had a punt start the game. Okay, I can I can take that. That's fine. First series, let's get past it, get the ball out. And so I, I don't – I can't remember where they started. So it looks like – so they started on their own 45. So, like, we really – we went backwards – I forgot about that. We went backwards a little bit, so we were kind of already in a hole. You start this, you start the game in a hole. We held them to a punt, but it doesn't matter. We're gonna go right back to that hole if they have a good punter, which they did. I mean, this guy was putting, he had placement punts, man. He was putting us within the 15 20, or 10 yard line every time. And so when they flip the field right back to where you started, okay, all right, we're back in this hole. Okay, great. Uh, let's see if we can fix that first play of that series, Kendall Milton goes and I mean, look, Kendall, I think he could be a good running back. I don't, I'm not trying to bury the guy, but he is not as good as Kenny or Dajan. And we found out that, that Edwards is probably, he might even be the best runner out of the three of them. Now we didn't see Branson. I don't know if Branson traveled, but so Kendall in this situation has a, just a gaping hole. Okay. You get all this momentum. Everything could be great. He ran. I got like a 35-yard gain. I didn't really think about that they actually give him those yards before he coughs up the fumble. Uh, but So he fumbles. He gets the ball knocked out, but he's trying to make a move that he just can't. I mean, did you have you seen the replay? where he's like? It's almost like he's on the skates, and all he's trying to do is pivot. I mean, maybe turn, you know, like 35 degrees. It's not like the guy's like trying to – make this crazy Sean versus Auburn 2007, like, juke step, spin, whatever, you know. Like, this guy's just doing a very basic move. He should have been able to make – I mean, DeAndre Swift is making a living out of making this play. In the, in, and he did it in college, and he's doing it still in the NFL. He makes this jab step and, and kicks, and he goes. And he hits that fifth gear. And Kendall, he may have that fifth gear. I think on the straight line, he maybe he does. But, dude, this guy has no agility when it comes to whenever he has – if he has to make a move, he loses all momentum. And I, and that's what con- concerns me about him. Now, you fumbled that ball. Okay, that's the second series. All right, we hold them to a punt again. Third series, back in the hole. Okay, and then what what happens? I mean, you, you got this third and long. Stetson finally gets a second to breathe. Let's be honest. He had crap people in his face the entire first half. Now, did he make some bonehead mistakes? Absolutely, and we'll get to that. But he had dudes in his face the whole time. Finally gets a clean pocket, throws it downfield, hits Ladd right in the freaking hands, and he drops it. Now, Ladd recovered from that, but, man, I was scared that Ladd, I was like, we may never lose, we never may never get Ladd back to what he was. But he, he did recover, I was thankful. But we just kept putting ourselves in a hole time and time again, early in this game. I mean, it was all, all of that was in the first quarter. And then you start the second quarter off with another boneheaded fumble. Stetson should have never tried to pull that ball out. He knew he was committed. He made a mistake on the read. He should have pulled it out earlier, and he didn't. 
And so that's, you know, you start off the game and those are your first four or five drives. How the hell are you supposed to recover from that? You make adjustments the second half. Man, and thank God we did. Well, Sorry, um, I went on a little no, I was, going serious, serious. I was, I was, I was uh, thoroughly enjoying it. I think one of the big highlights for, for me of the game, and there, I mean, second half is obviously a, an entirely uh, different story, but that in that uh, second quarter when we're down thirteen to three, and they have that huge play um, yep. that gets them down to the one. And we hold them to a field goal. They might have got a fall. Malachi Starks. Malachi Starks. A true freshman, man. <laughs> he is a true. Have you gone back and watched that play? He's on the top side of the field. And he's he's not even looking at the ball carrier at the beginning because he thinks he it might be a pass play. So he's watching his man. And he turns and he sees the guy breaking through. And he hauls tail. I mean, that's, uh, Chancey, that's the play of the game. Oh, my gosh. Because we go, we go, it goes up to uh, 20 to 3. <laughs> instead yeah. of 16 to 3. And yeah. and you just don't yeah, we got a they got a false start and it kicked them back 5 yards and gave us a little bit of breathing room, but holy cow, I mean th- that defensive stand, that bend but don't break mentality. Uh you and we've talked we talked about it at the beginning of the year. This team, this defense is built to have a few blown plays a game, but it's how do you how do you respond? To, to that, like how we got young guys, things like that, but even some of our older guys have been making some boneheaded plays, especially in this game. Um, mm-hmm. But that kind of play and 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 holding that, to, holding them to a field goal there, is is a big deal. And and to me, it, like you said, is the play of the game. And especially right before halftime, you just you you hold that, and um, and, and so I, I was that. And I wanted to make sure that I talked about how how a big what a what a big deal that drive was when didn't they never gave up on the play when they ta- they they hawked, they hawked him down they tackled him yep. tackled, that's why you don't that's why you never give up on that play they tackled him at the one and still held him and you kept they capitalized on their mistake they had a false start give you that breathing room and then you don't let them in. And so needed to make make sure Malachi gets his kudos because boy he's getting his kudos every week. That kid is a freaking stud. He's he's special. He is special. I mean he he continues to impress us. He still looks like a forty year old man. Um, so I mean like it's not like we're sitting here really talking about a true freshman, right? <laughs> no. Uh, all jokes aside, Malachi Starks has been a you know a big time contributor but like honestly probably one of the best players on the team at least on the defensive side of the ball this entire year um i you know i also want to point out that i mean we had our defense actually played very well and they should have i mean missouri's offense is not very good they scored 14 points against auburn right so you've got this defense is playing well and they we gave up i think maybe five or six gash plays like you're talking about right and and one of them was the big run that we ended up holding them on the on the goal line to field goal and all of that but then there was also the blown play where kamari dumas johnson got in kamari's face on the on the uh, sideline um kamari let this guy i mean it was a third long and he just let him behind him i don't know what he was trying to do uh, Keeley had a bad pass interference. Uh, Keeley also, Keeley is, 
I'm scared about how he's he's been playing here in the past few games. It's not been very impressive. Um, he also let up a uh, should have never happened. Probably what 50, 50 or so yard passing play. Um, and this was I think this was in the third quarter. It may have been. Um, so we had these big gashing plays every now and then, but for the most part, they weren't able to run on us. And and they did every now and then. It was almost the same thing on the other side. Like every now and then, it's like, well, the gate's just wide open. Let me just run through. I just um, I'm concerned more. Most of anything, I'm concerned about our offensive line. I'm also concerned about the fact that uh, dude just has a. I don't want to say. I'm not going to say what I want to say, but a a really bush league. Uh, block on on number eighty eight, just literally goes right for his knee, um, and I'm concerned about that. I mean, if we if we're if we're I mean talking about like you know how are we going to win the trenches and we lose our best player on the in the trenches, then um, that that kind of concerns me, especially considering you know our our defensive line, as far as I'm concerned, is is underperformed this whole whole year. Um, we got a no name defense, man, and 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 sometimes that's great, and sometimes I, it kind of kind of scares me considering how much star power we had last year. But uh, I think for the most part, I would still give our defense uh, probably a B B plus. Um, but man, we 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 can't have these these chunk plays uh, every other series, you know. Yeah, and yeah, B is probably a, a, a pretty good spot. I I think that there was just some. There were some there were some big plays on defense, and then there were some um, and just boneheads a, a perfect word for it. I've just I've that Jalen not being on the field is a we're starting to see that we've got a few we've got a few guys on this team that if they go down we go down, <laughs> and eighty eight is one of those guys because overall the defensive line has been underperforming. But not when he's on the field, and where for his position and and being the 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 center of that uh, of that defensive line and and holding it down. And so I hope we don't have to have him this weekend. I hope being at home and and juicing it up because I mean the the one positive thing is when there's a no name team, you get to make your name in one way or another. Either do either do a really good job or really suck it up and and yeah and and, and make a bad name for yourself. And so, I, I think some I think some guys are going to have an opportunity to make a name for themselves this weekend, have a big play. We've last couple of years we've had a good big defensive play on all of us a pick or, or something along those lines. I mean, they don't have a, they're not great offensively. Neither was Missouri, uh, but so you never know what they're gonna what they're gonna pull out of the hat. But uh, this will be a game where we we really need to show that we can get after the quarterback and just cause some chaos. I mean, I really think that's what we've got to get to is just trying to cause some disruption to give our defensive line some to, – to give some looks, to get some linebackers in to make, make some more moves because our defensive line is not cutting it. And we've got to play around with that and figure out how we can keep Auburn on their heels. Uh, is I mean, they're, they're, they're a run-heavy team, but, I mean, we don't want them to – we 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 got to we got to do something different, and so um, I'm not not 100 percent sure what it is at this point, but somebody's got to step up and and, and uh, make a name for themselves. Yeah, I agree. Are we jumping into the Auburn preview at this point? Well, I do want that we haven't talked we haven't even really touched on the offense uh, enough for me. Um, I do want to say, uh, <coughs> Darnell Washington, <coughs> a monster. 
We we, yeah. we were talking about Brock. Darnell had a freaking heck of a game. He also Mortal Kombated a dude with his knee into the side of his it was, helmet. It was awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was the most absurd time to try to hurdle somebody. <laughs> but but he loves to do it. I mean, all, it's like kind of become a tight end trend. I mean, they all, if they're going down the sideline, they know that everybody's going to go for their legs. I think they literally practice for it. I really do. But, man, for Darnell Washington, how how much does he weigh? He's like more than everyone else. He's like two two eighty six foot seven or whatever. I mean, the dude. It doesn't make sense physically. <laughs> but he's showing the his science. hands. He's showing. Yeah, the science is off. Because I mean, but he's showing his. <laughs> he's showing his hands off. I mean, like the guy is catching mm-hmm. some of these passes, and I mean, just I want to. We we talk about Bowers and and Brock had another incredible catch this past weekend, um, as he always does. He's good for at least one a game. But uh, Darnell had a heck of a game. Dom is starting to show back up, and I need more Dom. I need more Dom. Blaylock has been – apparently he hasn't – and I don't know if this stat is accurate, but has he not dropped a pass? I read that as well. I read read that today. Um, I don't recall him. (laughs) <laughs> dropping a pass. I mean, it's so. been many years. He hasn't he hasn't had a lot thrown to him last well, year. He did, but the thing is, I mean, he didn't play at all last year, so I don't know. I, I really don't. I I, I guess so. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know how much he played the year before either. Did he get not much hurt before the season last year or in twenty twenty twenty? I don't know, man. But like Dom, Dom, I love the fact that he's been fighting to come back. I mean, he had two ACLs, right? I mean, the dude. I, there's a lot of people that, been, that would have been giving up on football at this point. And for him to come back, and now he's starting to get in that rotation a little bit more, and he looks like that same old Dom where he's like, he's not only can run really crisp routes, but he can he can get separation. And I like, the, I like what we saw from him. And also, I think Stetson is going to really start to be like, oh, this is a guy that I can lean on. Um, just whenever you, you think some guy goes down and it's like, you know, A.D. Mitchell, we could have definitely used him, no doubt about it. But then, you know, as soon as he goes down, you're like, man, who else we got? And you're like, man, we still got some boys. We still got some guys that can catch. Lad needs to get over his little his spell that he's had. But real quick, going back to the, to the tight ends, obviously Brock, every ball that's thrown his way gets caught and he runs over three people and whatever. But Darnell, his ability to, to catch the balls is fantastic, but also – I, I read where he, at halftime, was like, we're about to get out here and block. I don't know if you've ever seen – have you ever seen that video of Devontae Smith when he's with the Eagles last year? And he's just like, man, we're about to get out here and block. <laughs> like, that's what I thought about. And, like, there's, like, some other player that's like, no, nah, man, I want the ball. Give me the ball. And he's, Devontae's like, no, nah, man, we about to block. <laughs> that's what I thought about. Like, Darnell's like, I'm about to block the hell out of some dudes at halftime. And, man, he was a big reason why we came back and, and won this football game. You watch that one play uh, towards the end, him and, him and Brock actually – or swinging out. We've been a lot of tosses against uh, with with Dejan late in the game. Can we do that earlier in the game? You know, maybe get Kenny out on a toss. Kenny would be great on a toss. That's basically what he does right now, catching the ball out of the backfield. So can we get some guys out of space? I mean, good Lord, man. We try to run up the middle, and we can't move a soul. And we end up running up the center's butthole. You know, like, come on, man. I just want to see... I want to see us blow some guys off the wall, a uh, ball, but like, I I don't think that I don't know if like 
I really don't know if this offensive line has the capability to do it. I mean, they should. They got they have the size. They have the. I mean, they got the talent. No doubt about it. Um, but man, we need to we need to blow them off the ball a little bit more than we uh, than we have been. Of course, like I, I I keep saying, you know, even late in the game, there were some wide open holes. But I, I did want to say before I know you you probably had some more comments about the offense. I did want to say before I forget, second play of the game uh, was or the second. Like number two play of the game was Kenny Mack fourth and two. Got to have it to to get a touchdown. Or I mean, right before a first touchdown, he converts on that fourth and two. He out. He actually. I mean, he should have been tackled in the backfield. I hate to say it, but he he evades that guy. And then I think he's been playing hurt, man. Otherwise, he would have cut up right here and had an easy touchdown. But he just was going straight for the corner. He said, "I'm going for that pylon." Uh, or for that that marker on the sideline, and he even could have gotten tackled behind the line of scrimmage or behind the first down marker on that in that attempt, and he makes it across. We end up getting our we punch it in, end up getting our first touchdown. But man, we had so many times where we could have we could have turned this game into a blowout. We truly could early in the game. I mean, it's not like Missouri did much in the first half really, and then all of a sudden. You know we're sitting here fighting for our life. We had to have some plays, and we had some guys. We had some guys that went out there and got them. Still, some drop balls and just not yeah. just a lack of a lack of synergy. And um, dude, we had to run a fake field goal on Missouri. We had to run a fake field goal on Missouri to then kick a to kick a shorter field goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, let's just. Like I saw Stetson pick it up and go, and I was like, I'd rather you just kick the field goal. I'm just, I'm, I'm embarrassed at this point. <laughs> I mean, it was a well-executed fake field goal. I'll give us that. But man, the fact that we had to do it in this game just to, just to stay alive. Um, I, you're, you're right. I mean, I think we, we had the chance to make this game, let it get out of hand early, early. But that's just that shows the difference between us playing. The way we did against Oregon or against South Carolina, we just didn't we didn't give South Carolina time to breathe. I mean that was that was really what it was. We smothered them, and we just did not do that against Missouri. We we were not in sync. We weren't there, and um, some guys have to be there. Have to be some some guys playing hurt, and I mean that always happens. And uh, but we were just we were not on it, and, and I don't know what it was, but Lord, it's got to change because. Um, we're but we're getting into the meat of it, and everybody everybody smells it, everybody sees it, and mm-hmm. they they want some uh, they want to knock us off our pedestal, and no and so we've got to do we got to do we got to do something because it, it ain't this. I want a little bit more of uh, number thirty in the backfield. Love the way he ran late in that game. I wouldn't be surprised if we if he gets the start because of that the way that he ran. Uh, man, I'm sitting here watching. I got the highlights running while we're going, and and like Stetson, I think early in the game, I mean he had so much, he had so much pressure in his face, it affected his throws. But then he, because of that, even whenever he had a clean pocket, I mean he was still, he was still a little off. But later in the game, whenever we needed him, he hit some throws. He threw a ball. I just watched. It. He threw that ball to Darnell. I think it was on our one of our. I think it was on that touchdown drive, the first touchdown drive. And he just, this is the first time I've seen Darnell be targeted in a kind of a streaking route, going downfield with guys covering him, 
but just knowing, okay, this dude is taller than everybody over there. I'm going to hit him. I'm not talking about like, you know, you can easily do that on the five yard line, you know, go, trying to get on the, in the goal, uh, excuse me, get in the end zone. Um, but this is kind of streaking down the field, hits him because he's the tall guy in that, and tall target in that area. You don't see that much with him, and we need to do a little bit more because uh, he it was very smooth. Hit him right in the hands. Dude, Dornell can even make moves whenever he gets the ball. But we're, um, I think we're going to be fine. I wouldn't be surprised if we come out against Auburn. If we get the ball early, I wouldn't be surprised if we are a completely different looking team early in this game uh, against Auburn and Sanford Stadium. Um, Chancey, we are somehow still 28-point favorites against Auburn in, in Athens. Uh, after this performance, Jalen Carter's not going to play. Uh, you know, we got one of our – you know, he's one of our best players. He's he's not going to play. And Vegas still thinks that we're 28 points better than Auburn. How do you feel about that? Well, Auburn has had um, – they've had some big losses. Penn State just – Penn State went into Jordan here and just whooped them. Uh, just beat the beat the crap out of them, um, and then they've had some tough they've had some tough losses. They've looked pretty rough in a lot of ways. Uh, they were leading LSU there for a while. They were they were up fourteen to nothing, I think, at one point, and uh, gave that game away. But man, I just don't know defensively. Not having Jalen there, and not sure if AD is going to be coming back in, and if our offensive line is going to be able to to handle it. I, I mean, I think we have the talent to win this game. I just don't – I don't feel good about the uh, – I don't know if we're going to be able to dominate. And Nothing has told me that we're going to be able to dominate the way we were dominating earlier in this season to, to mm. get to that to get to get that point where we're at 17 to nothing at half – or at for, end of the first quarter or something yeah. like that. I mean, just being at home is a big deal, 3.30 game. I mean, it's going to be a electric atmosphere. Everybody's going up. It's really the first true home game of the season. But – I'm expecting a good environment, so I, I'm hoping the defense feeds off of it because it, I don't feel good about this game anymore. I mean, I just don't. I don't feel. I don't feel like we're gonna have. I mean, I feel like we're by far the better team in every aspect, but I don't. I don't have a reason to 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 feel confident about us going in and dominating this game. Yeah, Auburn is Auburn is a funny thing because I mean they always end up having these these non-conference games. I always feel like they struggle so much, and then they can turn around and be up by 14 points against LSU, which this LSU team is I, – I don't think they're anything. I mean, they're going to get blown out by – I. they play Tennessee. Um, do they play them this weekend? I think they play them this weekend. Um, they're going to get blown out by Tennessee, I think, and, and it's in LSU uh, too. I'm, I'm most concerned when it comes to Auburn, I'm most concerned about our ability to um, – contain this quarterback because I'll be honest he doesn't have a good arm he's not a very he's not a prototypical quarterback he's definitely a a dual threat but he's he's not he's very similar to what they've had honestly for the past like 10 years they've had this guy who really is just not a very accurate thrower uh has the ability to run not that great in in the grand scheme of things but can get the job done and I'll put it this way T.J. Finley he started over Robbie Ashford uh, to, to begin the season, and there's a reason for it. I mean, I don't think they had much faith in Robbie to be the guy. Now, Robbie's a better runner, in my opinion, but TJ's bigger and he's got a better arm. So what does that you know really entail is, you know, if we can force this guy, which we haven't had a bunch of pressure this whole year, but if we can force this guy into an uncomfortable situation in the pocket 
where he makes a dumb decision, I think we we can maybe get him to to maybe make some some uh, some throw some th- throw some picks down the field. You know, if we can force him into a turnover situation, but man, it's going to be a raucous crowd in Sanford Stadium. <laughs> Uh, 127th, Chancey, 127th Deep South's oldest rivalry. Uh, well, and, and we, I, I cannot wait. You did see the uh, you did see the rat poison that got thrown out today by. Oh, I did, I did. Go ahead. Yeah. With it. So uh, Brandon Council, who I just found out, it's his seventh year playing college football because Ooh, he transferred. He transferred. He transferred from Akron. So the dude is grown. Uh, I mean. Probably has quite a bit in his 401k. I mean, he's, he's what, the guy's. What is, this guy's <laughs> what is this guy's name? Brandon Council. Never heard of him. He just started at center his first game this past weekend against LSU. He's uh, 25 years old. And, <laughs> he's uh, 25. I mean, and he and he looks like it too. I mean, the guy's been playing football forever. And um, but he said that he that that they have the ability to dominate us and to. Um, and to, to beat up on us. Uh, multi-quote comment. And holy cow. Just the bold statement after coming off of a loss uh, by that guy. And But at this point, I'll take anything I can get to, to, mm. to be able to, like, I mean, I, I hope our, our, our front seven saw that and is just ready to rip him apart. Because that that's the kind of stuff that gets you... My, my, what I, I immediately went to was um what's his name uh, that when Florida was playing and he was talking about Jake Fromm and he says any quarter any anybody can throw a slant yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like anybody can throw a slant I think it was Swift that broke his his collarbone <laughs> on a slant and and his spirit <laughs> and his spirit he he had to leave the game uh so I'll take all that I can get but um just a bold just a bold statement. Well, especially when you haven't had your, uh, you've lost your biggest games so far, uh, pretty handily. So, interesting way to to go into the week. You know, they these guys in college, they got there's there's too many individual interviews, and, and they will, if they put them in a situation where they may potentially say something stupid, they're probably going to do it. And I'm very I'm very thankful that Kirby has coached all of our guys not to to be putting out all this bulletin board material and all that. Um, but, yeah, man, you don't say stuff like that whenever you are already have two losses on the season. You're coming into a hostile environment. And you think that, okay, well, Georgia just played poorly in the road, uh, you know, in, 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 in Missouri. I think we might have a little bit of an advantage there. And I can promise you, Kirby – Last year, last week, I know we keep on saying about how we we're, we need to build off of this and that. I mean, I think Chancy, there's a reason why we are still Vegas still thinks that we are a twenty point twenty eight point favorite over over Auburn. You know, they're still the team that beat the crap out of Oregon. I mean, you could you could have put any team out there against us that day, and and if we had put up those same numbers, it doesn't matter. That's a championship performance what we did that day. And Oregon has not lost a game since we played them. Okay, so we've got these. We still got all the same guys, except for the ones that are hurt. So we still got all the same guys. We still have this team that is capable of of beating an opponent. I mean, we did the same thing against South Carolina. Championship caliber play. We uh, we were all offensively and defensively. We were in sync. Everybody was making star plays. There was a lot of impact plays. And I'm 
I'm not convinced that we're past that by any means. We just need to refocus. Apparently, there was a players meet only meeting on Sunday. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but there was a players only meeting and all that. And you got to wonder, you know, who the leaders on this team are. I mean, I can definitely guess a few of them, but we are so young. And that's what's been one of the biggest problems, I think, this whole year. We're so young this year. And um, I'm just hoping that we can regain that focus because, Chancey, we we do have the ability to beat Auburn by 28. We either beat Auburn by 28, we beat them by the hair on our chinny-chin-chin, or we lose to them. You know, it could be a few different things, but I think we still have a good chance of, of blowing their butts out and getting right back on track. Now that may sound like I'm optimistic, like I was last week, but I, I've 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 had a, a little bit of time to chew on 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 Missouri game and and try to figure out where our weaknesses are. And I think if this offense especially gets back on track, I think we can do some damage uh, against Auburn, especially being a home game. Well, I definitely think we have the ability to. I just don't know if we're. I don't know if the end of that that game made me feel any better. I mean, I, I guess. I, we, we eventually put it all together in the second half, so we're carrying that momentum. But I think Auburn Auburn may play with a little bit different uh, mentality seeing what we did. But we're going to have to come in and we're going to have to come in and do it. Like, they're not going to give it to us, and we're going to have to come in and make it happen. And I just haven't seen anything to make me think different. And um, oh, we, we should beat them. We should beat them by 30. I mean, we've got the, we've got the weapons to do it. I'm just not – I'm not there where uh, I feel like we're going to be able to make that ma- that move happen uh, at this point. So um, until they prove me wrong, yeah, I'm back. Let me let me clarify. I don't think we're going to cover. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think that we still have. There's a reason why they think that that it should be that big of a spread. I mean, I and 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 you know. Betting numbers or whatever lines aside, for for somebody that's really just a third party in the situation and really has no stake in the game, to think that we are that much better, even based off, I mean, it's not even you know after such a poor performance. I mean, we were favored by twenty eight points against Missouri, and and we beat them by four. So obviously that was really bad, really bad, uh, you know, line making or whatever. But I'm I'm just saying I think that there's still all this talent on this team that has the ability to go back to what we were the way we were playing at the beginning of the year and do that against Auburn especially putting it together at home i mean my biggest concern is as always with Auburn uh, for, at least for for the past few years is Tank Bigsby uh, the guy is a hard-nosed runner and we have shown over the past few weeks here uh, we don't exactly have the interior uh, run defense that we had over the past couple of years. Yeah, Tank is uh, is definitely a, a threat for sure, and I mean, he can break it out any time. I mean, I think he's he has shown over the years how dynamic he can be. Uh, probably a terrible idea for him to have stayed at Auburn over these uh, over these years, but um, I can't believe he stayed there this year. Yeah, you know, no, he, did, that didn't make did sense. Did he enter the transfer portal? No, that was rumored that he was going to do it and he just yeah. I don't think I don't think he ever I don't think he ever pulled the pulled the trigger um but yeah I mean they're a run they're a run heavy team and and he obviously plays a big a big part of that um so I'm not I'm not real sure uh did he play let's see 
I was trying to look at their stats from the LSU game, see how they see how he did during during that game. Um, he had 12 45. For 45. I mean, he he has not played exceptionally well except for whenever they played Mercer. I mean, he's yeah. he's only got he's he only four touchdowns in the year. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet because all Auburn offense is terrible. They have nobody that can pass the ball. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I feel better. I mean, crap. The the quarterback for for Missouri is a better passer than Robbie Ashford. Yes. Of course, you know me me saying all this, he's gonna throw for three hundred and three <laughs> touchdowns. But you know, I'm just not a. I'm not concerned about them through the air. I'm concerned about Robbie's. His. I'm concerned about his legs. That's and and that's the, been the same. I mean, Bo Nix was a better passer for sure than this kid, uh, but I still was more concerned about Bo Nix's ability to move around and outside of the pocket than it was him actually being a pure passer. And now I'm sitting here looking at this kid who doesn't have the arm that Bo Nix did, but he's probably a better pure runner. But Bo Nix has, I'll, I'll give him credit, he's got better uh, pocket awareness, I guess is the best. And I don't think this kid has that same kind of thing. I don't know what the Auburn's offensive line is, is uh, done, but... Uh, they're they got destroyed against Penn State. I know that. So Penn State made them look like they were a JV team. Yes, they they put it to them. I was flipping back and forth, uh, ironically, between Auburn and the Oregon game that day. Oregon just streaking up and down the field, and Auburn couldn't. They couldn't do anything. They they didn't know which end of the field they were supposed to be going to. I mean, it was it was not it was not pretty. Uh, mm-hmm. But in the same vein, we didn't know either uh, the first half of this past week. So. Um, I mean, I, I do feel like we're the better team. I, I feel, I feel like we can. I feel confident we can win this game. I just do not feel like it's going to be pretty. Uh, fortunately, we're like I say, it's at home, but we'll take every advantage we can get to try to get this ball rolling. But I'll, uh, I'll have to, I'll have to be proven, proven wrong that this is going to be a, a dominant win. Yeah, let's um, let's be. I, I I would love to be just pleasantly surprised with this whole thing. The thing is, this is this is Auburn. We have. You know, knock on wood, we have had their number. Uh, what a, they've only won what three of the last twelve years or something like that. I mean, it's it's been a long run, especially in Athens. We haven't lost to them in Athens since two thousand five. So I mean, it's this is a team that for whatever reason, even if they beat Alabama in a year, you know, for whatever reason, they're just psychologically Georgia thinks we're going to beat Auburn, which I'm thankful for. I hope that stays the same on Saturday. Uh, but I think this is going to be a big game for our crowd. Our fan base is going to be amped up. I mean, coming out of a close win, Chancey, I mean, I think, you know, I speak for all of us when I say, like, we're going to be a little bit more on edge in this game. We're going to want to make sure we're, we're playing our part, you know, causing some false starts and whatnot and doing that and pulling for our guys. So I'm excited to see how, how the crowd can affect this game. Auburn, this Auburn game is, excuse me, this Auburn team defensively is no different than it has been for the past three or four years. It's it's really, they have a, a couple of solid linebackers. They have a couple of interior defensive tackles that are pretty good. Um, and they're going to be able to get some pressure, especially, I mean, considering they, they saw last week's film. Um, I think we're going to have to put in, if we put in the effort and, and have a really good scheme for this week, uh, on the offensive line side of the ball, I feel a lot better about our chances, at least getting getting a pretty sizable lead at some point and and holding on to it than I do uh, than I do if if we aren't able to make adjustments prior to this game. 
I absolutely agree. So nothing, nothing much there. The only thing we can do is just wait for Saturday. And uh, no matter what happens during that ball game, I am excited to finally be having a true SEC home game. I mean, it's just been, it's like we've, I've been up there so many times, but it's just been kind of a bleh. It's just been yeah. kind of kind of a sluggish. But I will say, and I don't, I guess God's just looking down on us. The weather that we've had in Athens for all the games so far has just been unreal. Absolutely yeah. unreal. It's supposed to be exactly the same this weekend. And I just simply cannot wait because it okay. has been awesome. I think it's a, I think it's been a high of 75. I think it's a high of 75 this Saturday, which, like, man, yeah, you're right. This has been incredible weather, but we haven't even ha- we haven't even had a single scorcher game. I mean, I think the South Carolina game was probably pretty hot, but that was in you know we didn't go to that game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, as far as home games have been concerned, been very good weather, and um, I don't think this weekend's going to be any different. It's going to be a fun, fun day, long day, long day, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Chance, what's what's your uh, What's your plans for the day? Well, are you we're coming gonna, up on Friday. We are coming up on Friday. I'm hoping to. Uh, I've got some meetings and things on Friday, so I'm hoping to once I get all that knocked out, can kind of hit the road and and get up there. Um, still figuring out timing on all that, but then Saturday doing the we're getting getting the crowd at at, at Bulldog Park as 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 usual. But then uh, the goal will be to get over there and, and see y'all uh, at some point um, or seeing how that's all going to shape out but getting some details ironed out but we're just i'm just ready for the crowds to be in and it to be full force well you know did i i told you we were in a we're in a new spot we're going to be in the lawn in front of the special collections library so whenever y'all are y'all going to bus in to to campus yeah we're either going to bus in or um or or drive in we've got a we got a parking pass so figuring out which one we're going to do right now but we'll yeah we're gonna we're getting some logistics uh, figured out, but either way, uh, we're we're gonna be swinging swinging through. Well, excuse me. We're both you and I both are just I feel like are are pretty poop right now, but we're gonna try to finish strong. But yeah, man, I'm I'm uh, we'll be right up there on Lumpkin. Um, my in laws are also tell, they always tailgate up the hill where the old Holiday Inn uh, that got demolished in that parking lot. Uh, so we'll be floating kind of up and down Lumpkin and uh, yeah man we're going to be there bright and early Uh, I might be having my first beer about 7.30 so um, not that like not completely intentionally but just we're going to have to get there early and set up and all this stuff I might need it you know just got to hydrate so anyway man it's going to be a a really good time looking forward to it obviously going to the game my whole family's going and man it just uh, can't wait to finally feel like it, I, I was texting uh, Tyler uh, earlier, and I'm just like, is it not it's just crazy weird? Uh, it's like, this is our first true, I mean, you know, quote-unquote true home game, and we're in almost the middle of October at this point. I just hate that we have to lose a game every year to Atlanta. We just, we need to cut that out. I get it, it's the exposure, but, like, man, I I need more home games. Yeah. Well, you would think that Kirby would be harping on that pretty hard, Uh with the way he's kind of treating Jacksonville. I mean, I, I don't yeah. – because I would much rather be in Sanford than be – I'd much rather be in Sanford or travel somewhere that I've never been than go to than go to Atlanta. I'm t- Mercedes-Benz beautiful and all that kind of stuff, but, man, I'm, I'm ready to go somewhere new. I'm ready to do something different. Um, 
because that's uh, the Atlantis for the birds. I'm I'm tired of. I mean, li- <laughs> literally and and also figuratively speaking, uh, I, I just I, I I I've gotten to where I'm 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 tired of it for sure. But um, I guess I'll just go where the dogs are, no matter where that's they're playing. Say, you, you know, you and I both just hate going to that place, but you know we're going to be there if we're there in the early December. <laughs> yeah, you better believe. It. I, I, I uh, I'm, I completely agree. So, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be the Auburn game. Swapping places with Tennessee is always going to be a little point of contention with me. But, um, man, you couldn't ask for better weather for this kind of game, and and I'm looking forward to, you know, there doing a little tailgating, having a lot of fun, watching the dogs whip some tail and. Uh, man, we got some good noon games too. There's some uh, the Red River Shootout is a uh, or rivalry now, I guess whatever PC. Uh, but you know we got a bunch of good noon games to watch while we tailgate. So man, it's gonna be a, a hell of a day. I am pumped. Well, uh, ready to see y'all and uh, ready for no matter what happens, ready for just ready for just true college football. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be special. Looking forward to it, brother. Well, hey, go dogs. Dogs on top.